shot first. Come on, grab your friends. We're going to talk about Star Wars and stuff with Connor Olet and Andrew Roman. The fun will never end. Greeter shot first. So, Andrew. Yes, Connor. Just wanted to say happy anniversary. What anniversary is that? It's uh, Battlefront 2's anniversary. It's 15 years old today. The wow, original the Battlefront original 2. Battlefront 2. And what better time to come back than the anniversary of one of the greatest Star Wars games of all time? I agree with that. What, what are some of your like fondest memories of that game? Do you remember? Like, well, what was one of your be- like best moments? Do you my know? my favorite thing was always if you were doing like a starfighter battle, mm-hmm. especially in the um, Clone Wars era, and you could fly from your ship into oh. the opposite team's ship, and then you could just kill people in there and earn. And they counted all the same. And then you would just destroy everything in there. Yes. That was one of mine too. That was like that was an early addition to the fleet battles. Yes. And I think they did pull that off in the new like Battlefront 2, but that didn't come until much later. Yeah. This was like a day one thing for the original. Yeah. So well, yeah, and they had to like create a whole new game mode for it. <laughs> and you don't actually get to fly between the the hangars. It would be cool, but it would like I think it was mostly you had to gamble on if someone was able to get a transporter in there. Yes. Because the transporter if you had the transporter in there and you died, then you could you could uh, um, respond respawn there, from yeah. there, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, you know what else calls? Utaputa, everybody. Hello and welcome to Greedo Shot First. My name is Connor. I'm Andrew, and we are here to talk Star Wars, all things Star Wars, and anything even freaking related to Star Wars. And Andrew, we are back. We are back, and I am so happy to be back. How are you doing? I'm just ducky. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know uh, what day we're actually recording this, just to give a little behind the scenes, it is November 1st. This is the day after Halloween. It is. So uh, happy um, NNN, everybody. Thanks to, yeah. Thanks to, uh, you know, quarantine and COVID pandemic bull crap. And um, so luckily, I think we're all all maybe a little fresher than we maybe otherwise would have been. I would would like to think so. And uh, I think what we're going to do today uh, is basically just kind of give a little background on what we've been up to because we've been absent for nearly a year. Yes. Uh, I mean, close to a year, if that, like maybe a month off, but. Um, we've been up to a lot, uh, like I said, with the, with everything going down with, uh, with the world, uh, you know, there are still some good things. So, I mean, Andrew, let's start with you. What's, uh, we already know we had a, a, a new addition as of last year. Yes. So how is, uh, Sullivan? He's doing well. He's getting so big, so quick. Uh, in fact, that's one of his favorite things to do. So big. Yeah, he does a touchdown. Yeah, that's what my dad would do with like with us when he was say go touchdown, like <laughs> lift his hands in the air. Yep, uh, starting to. I mean, he's on the move, crawling all over, starting to take those first tentative steps towards walking. That's awesome. improper. So, uh, getting ready to celebrate his birthday here. Actually, I know, and that's that's the other side of it too. Because I was asking you this last time I saw you. Uh, with his birthday, I think it was like a couple days prior, that was the last time I had smoked a cigarette. So that'll be over a year that I'm off cigarettes, and I feel good about that. Which is a good thing. Yeah, and I'm I'm happy that I can be around Sully and everybody else's kids and not feel like a, you know, a, a walking... <laughs> De- degenerate. The walking degenerate. I mean, I am a degenerate. What's, who are we kidding? But still, <laughs> at least I don't smell like tobacco. Uh, Fair enough. But so what's new with you, Connor? I got hitched, brother. I, that's what I hear. Uh, finally. Uh, I have been talking about my lovely fiance Eva, for, uh, I mean, it feels like the entire the entirety of episode, or season one, uh, and just leading up to when we would actually get married. And 
we were hoping for you know the big big celebration like we had originally planned but with things being the way they were we had to strip them back to us just doing like a, a intimate little private ceremony right um and uh it turned out great she looked amazing uh i love looking at pictures of her from that day it's like it, it just she outdid herself and uh you know we, we've been married now for a few weeks and so far i don't hate myself so <laughs> i think all of my coworkers have lied the you honeymoon's know. not over yet <laughs> i know it feels pretty good so the I'm honeymoon just, never ends. I know. I'm trying to ride it out. I'm enjoying myself. That's all. So I, I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying, uh, you know, spending time with Eva as much as possible and just, you know, trying to keep ourselves on the, on the, on a positive note. Yes. You know, yeah, I'm sure it's the same been, way with you. Yeah. These are difficult times, obviously. And I mean, I think that's posed a little bit of a barrier to us kind of jumping back into things maybe when we originally hoped. Well, right. I think we had... Well, so to give background on that, we had talked about, like, we wanted to give you a few months so right. you could kind of develop a schedule with Sully and be like, if it's all right with you, Sully boy, you know, <laughs> d- daddy has to go and record his podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then he daddy would wave his arms. Daddy has to go to work now. And he would say, the book of the pep. He would do, he would do his Italian <laughs> hand. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's, if you, it, no, fun fact, if you ever want to look like you know Italian, do the, you know, the the chef's kiss. Chef's kiss fingers. And you say something that sounds Italian. A book of the pepper. You know. <laughs> a fettuccine alfredo. It's something like that, you know. That, you fettuccine know, Romano. Where, where's the lie? Where's, where's the, the lie? lie? That's what I'm saying. It's like, you got to get the pasta in the back of the water. No, nah. <laughs> Anyways. I can say that. I married someone who's Italian, right? <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Regardless. Let's talk about Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> so we wanted to start this back, I want to say, in maybe March or April. Yeah. And then when uh, things went the way they did and uh, the world kind of shut down, we just kind of kept a distance. Yes. Uh, we talked about possibly trying to do this, uh, you know, over over Zoom or, uh, you know, I record a track and you would record a track and we would try and mesh it together and make it sound good. Um, but luckily, we were able to work something out. And, uh, you know, once everything was said and done with, uh, you know, our lives, we were able to kind of get to a point where we're comfortable to, you know, be around each other. We now have a nice little new studio, yes. more or less. Uh, this is our practice space. Yes. Uh, and we are also joined by a new cast member, which I think is a good time to bring in uh, our new uh, co-host slash producer uh, slash sound guy slash all-around good buddy, Brian Duncan, former guest of the show. Welcome, Brian. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm here to press buttons and... uh Take names. <laughs> looks like you're doing some knob twisting right now. That's right. I'm twisting that it looks knob. very official. I know. I think uh, you would just do a few uh, keystrokes <laughs> yeah. on the keyboard. And then I just let it run. But <laughs> right now, just uh, let it happen. Yeah. Right now, we're Don't definitely... Hopefully, you can hear it. I, I know. I mean, I, it was I, pretty apparent in our little teaser that we dropped. Yes. From what we heard, a lot of people were uh, happy that we you know, just upped the, uh, the audio quality. Yes. And uh, Duncan is very... Uh, very, we're very fortunate to have you for that reason. Uh, Thanks. And, uh, you know, we're hoping that uh, through the evolution of the show itself, um, once we get into later episodes and whatnot, we'll have uh, Duncan as uh, background to help us out. There has been numerous times, numerous times where you and I, Andrew, would find ourselves wondering what this character's name was or what their profession was or is this really canon? And now we're hoping that we can have a, an actual, the real-time fact-checker, Duncan, yes. with us here today. Absolutely. But, I mean, even getting into that, and I, I, I did bring this up to you, how is your Star Wars knowledge? 
I'm feeling a little rusty. A little rusty. If I'm being honest. I okay. Well, give me like what like what when it comes to keeping up with Star Wars media, like how frequent were you? What all have you seen? What all have you watched or read? Like what's up? What's your you know where well, are you at? I mean, I guess you know the the speaking in painting with a broad brush. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can safely say that you know I think I've kept up with most of the. Major, uh, you know, we had Clone Wars that came out Season since we've seven. been off. Yeah. Uh, and now Mando's starting back up. I have definitely read some of the most recent books that have come out, mm-hmm. but there's definitely a couple that I'm missing. Yes. And I'm not even entirely certain which ones they are. Like, <laughs> that's going to be the interesting challenge. There, there are a lot that kind of slipped under the cracks. Mainly, I feel like, because there were so many that came out right around the time of Rise of the Skywalker. Yes. And... um. I think that's just because like there was they were pushing so much media around that time too, and they just kind of just like I said, it just yeah, and they they kind of emptied the coffers, and then it's been a, a much slower trickle since that point. Since then, yeah. So like I think the big push for everyone right now when it comes to the uh, literature side of Star Wars uh, is the High Republic series that's going to be coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah. If it hasn't already come out, I don't think it has. No, I think the actual start will be maybe like early. 2021 most likely the way it's been going they, they, they were probably going to try and push it for some time this summer mm. and it has been pushed back just because yeah uh but that you know we haven't been lacking in new novels um we will be getting into these novels too as we're both caught up on them i know you've been more caught up on the novels than i have i think the one thing that i have over you is an audio drama it was the dr afra yes. audio drama which it was it was pretty good yeah. uh, that's a whole nother you know subject to review but um uh, some of the more notable uh, novels. What, uh, which ones do you have you read? So I've tuned into um, the second Alphabet Squadron book. That, that is Shadowfall? Shadowfall, correct. Okay. Uh, I liked it. I don't know that I loved it. Would you say you liked it more than the first one? or uh, Not as much. Probably not quite as much. Um, I don't know if it was just a different experience. I, I think part of my love for the first one was... That it was just a story that I read on vacation, which just, you, you know, that vacation reading feeling is always better. You have a lot more time you're not thinking about as much. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Exactly. And and this was definitely like listening to the audio version, like yeah. while working and probably being miserable because I was tired because I have a baby. And... <laughs> that's also fair. <laughs> I, I, I know what you mean. And like it's. That's that's what I would do with books as well, you know that because I I would listen to books most of the time while I'm working. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I know that Thrawn Ascendancy has also come yes, out. Yes, I do have it, but I bought the physical copy because I wanted the sweet blue pages. Yes, that's and, cool. Yeah. Sweet baby blue. See, it's, <laughs> they are baby blue, actually. So is it something like a? You know how like you have like the gold leaf pages in like a Bible? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it something like that, or is it the actual page like paper it's, is blue? Well, it's kind of in between the two. Okay. So it's not just the edge of the page. It kind of carries into maybe like the first eighth inch of the actual book page itself. Interesting. But it's the whole page is not blue. I kind of want to see this now. I might have to go get a copy. Yeah. I mean, I do want a copy in general, regardless if it's audio or physical, yeah. uh, because I, I love Thrawn. I think it's been said more uh, more than enough times. Thrawn is our... Uh, word of the day on Star Wars uh, or on on Credo Shot first, um, but I'm I'm excited to get to that. And if anyone doesn't know what this is, it's a it's a prequel series. Yes, right. Yeah, this so is it's... his rise to power, so mm-hmm. to speak. 
Yes, exactly. It's going to be a new trilogy of novels set basically entirely within the Chiss Ascendancy. Okay. And so that's that's really cool. As I say, I, I have it, but I haven't read it yet. Um, I mean, I think now might even be a good moment to kind of touch on some of our ideas that we're having for this new season. Sure. Uh, one of which is maybe a Star Wars book club. That's kind of, I think that would be the best thing. Because when it comes to the episodes we have been doing, um, it, they've kind of been scattered. Uh, we would do reviews every so often. We would just kind of surprise it, but we wouldn't make it, you know, it wasn't like, we do a random topic and then a review and then a random topic and a review. It, like that kind of format really didn't pop up until we did the movie reviews. I think. Right. Um, but for this format, I think it could really work out to our benefit. Yeah, exactly. So the idea basically is just, we're going to give our listeners a heads up, like, okay, this is what's coming next. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about this in full details. Yes. And you know, if you want to follow along, now's your time. You have, X many weeks until we come back to it. And read it or give our thoughts. Yeah, we'll highlight those details as we get closer to that. But just something kind of trying to evolve, make it a little bit more of an interactive process. Of course, yeah. Uh, We're also focusing on more uh, social media and, um, you know, networking as well. Exactly. Uh, We started an email, which is exciting. Yes. You can send us electronic letters. Very official. Very official. So so if you have any questions or you want to hear something about... uh, a topic that we're going to be discussing, you can email us at greedoshotfirstpod at gmail.com. Perfect. And we can also check us out at Instagram at greedoshotfirstpodcast, all one word. You can find us where the youths live. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, even into that and just doing the book reviews, uh, I'm excited to read Thrawn. I'm excited to uh, check out uh, Alphabet Squadron. I know it doesn't sound as good, but I I want to add it to the list. You I mean, know? I, don't get me wrong. I liked it. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of obvious kind of interesting stuff that kind of overlaps that novel and then goes into Squadrons, mm-hmm. which has also premiered in our time away. That's also true, yes. We have a the, a new uh, video game for, I think it's PS4 and Xbox, or is it just PS4? Uh, it's on, I believe it's on both, and also you can get it on PC. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it's it's very it's a very uh, easy open experience, and it's a, it's definitely fun. Yeah, um, I, I found myself losing a lot of time with it, uh, and I think that's one episode in its own that we want to do. Uh, hopefully, we can get the gang from Games and That to come in and actually help us uh, review it yes. because they are part of the squad. Uh, right. There's the three of us plus plus Andrew and Brandon. Yes, are uh, we make up our own squad? I don't know if we have an official squad name, and I'm not going to be the one who picks it right now. But I know it's good. I'm <laughs> well, just going to say it's good. Yes. It will happen. It will happen. <laughs> it's it's great. That this is what we call a teaser, everybody. Exactly. Well, hell, even even towards teasers. Um, getting back to books real quick. In the way of one book that I'm very excited about that's coming out is the new From a Certain Point of View. Novel. For Empire. For Empire. I called it. I called it. I called it. I called it. And God dang it, if I wasn't so excited when I heard about it, and I just, I really wanted to just be like, yes, in your face, kind of. But I like you, so not like in a mean way. But you know I, mean, I don't I don't think I ever doubted that it was going to be a thing. I think we were just talking about how um, they could do it, like who they could yeah. reference in the story. Because exactly. it's, it's much more bare than the, you know, uh, yes. New Hope was. Yeah, it's a little bit more spacious of a movie, uh, kind of smaller sets in a sense. Oh, but I'm so excited for that, and it's just, <clears throat> I, I just love the idea that they had. They, it's such a collaborative work. 
of art in that way. Yes. And it just adds so much more depth to these characters you didn't realize you gave a crap about. And that's what I'm excited to see. Like, I'm excited to see what happens with the Tauntauns. I'm excited to see that with the, the guy with the Cantono uh, at the end of Secret. Will Hood. Will Hood. Uh, you know, like, all the good stuff. Like, what about the Space Worm? He's probably got a, you know, some kind of weird dialogue, too. Yes. For all we know. And he's like, I'm just hungry for a spaceship. I just wish one would fly at me already. Torin Far, the other woman. What? Oh, my <laughs> God. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the other woman in Star Wars. Oh yes. my god. Ion control. <laughs> Stand by ion control. Bye. Anyway. Exactly. Um but uh, honestly, then, yeah, like I, I that's that's gonna be the most exciting thing to get back into. I think it's like novels. We've been watching the shows. Uh I'm excited to do a full on review for Clone Wars when we have the chance. Yes. I think right away our focus is going to be on the Mandalorian season two. Yeah, absolutely. So that's going to be another kind of item on the, the uh, roadmap for now is mm. probably going to take a look at Mando week by week yes. as much as possible. So we've already seen one episode, I think between the three of us and we're going to come back uh, and review that in our next episode, but that's just a little teaser right then and there. Uh, you know, hopefully you guys have seen it, but uh, you know, just FYI, you know, the next episode is going to be a bit of a spoiler uh, you know, review. We'll start off a little spoil free, and then we like, you know, we'll give you the heads up, yes. and be like, "Hey, here it comes." Spoilers incoming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but <clears throat> to get back at it, uh, you know, I think we're both rusty, and we need a bit of a tune-up, right? Yeah. So that's where uh, Mr. Brian Duncan comes in here. Mr. Duncan. Woo. So, gentlemen, uh, we've we've decided. I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz you both in the face. <gasps> Yikes! No. Oh, it hasn't happened since my wedding night. <laughs> Sorry, that was like that was like two weeks ago. <laughs> and don't remind a, me. Well, a... do remind me, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I have prepared a series of questions. Um, my knowledge of Star Wars pales in comparison to to the likes of you two. Um, so these are questions that I was able to find that I looked at and went, "Oh, I don't know this." Oh, good. I've I looked, I looked, I, I scoured the internet and I found a lot of like mashable lists and like, oh, take this Star Wars trivia knowledge test. And I killed it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <clears throat> I guess I do know more than I, I realized. More often than not, they always ask like some of the, like the, the more obvious questions, you know, it's like, who flies the Millennium Falcon? And then it's, a, exactly. it's like a trick question. It's like, it was Lando's all along or something like that. <laughs> um, but like, I, I mean, I'm excited because the, the, the last time we did this uh, quiz format, we actually had Brandon on yes. here uh, from Games and That and helping us out. And he uh, he blew us out of the water because we, we came in here thinking like, you know what? We know everything. And then I think right off the bat, he was like, who was the set designer for Return of the Jedi? And it's like, hmm? Or something like the I, carbonite, I feel, or the carbon. That's the one that still gets me to this day. The carbonite question. Of course, it was the carbonite. Of course, because we're over here. Like I think it was duranium or whatever. Like <laughs> yeah. it's like it sounds like this Stura steel. Like he got us, and I'm giving him full credit because I was just coming in so cocky that he just came up with these questions. I was like, I'm not that smart as, as I thought I was. So I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what you got. Hopefully, yeah. This will this will get us warmed up. Got to yes. got to learn what we don't know so that we can be better moving forward. <laughs> if you don't know, right. now you know. Now I think you that's know. how it goes. Sounds well, about right. Hopefully, all right. Whenever so anyhow, ready. so I've got ten questions. 
We're going to flip a uh, guitar pick, since I don't have a coin, to see who goes first. Okay. Andrew's name is uh, is uh, alphabetically first, so he's going to flip. By all means. You want to call it? Uh, yeah, I'll call Logo. Is okay. it Logo or no Logo? Logo, no Logo. Logo. logo okay, Connor up. goes first. Nice. He, well, do you want to kick or receive? I'll kick. Okay, so then I'm up first. I'm a kicker. Okay. <laughs> you make a better receiver. Okay, Andrew. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's mean. I'm sorry. You guys are bad. <laughs> We're keeping it like subtle. Yeah. I guess. I haven't okay. said anything explicit. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm going to ask you the question. You're going to have 30 seconds to give me a correct answer. Oh, cool. boy. If you time out or if you get it wrong, the other player can steal. Okay. Right. So after thirty seconds, if I don't get it, he could steal. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you want Do you want one of us to time it, or do you have a timer? I have a timer. Okay. Yep. Whenever we're ready. Okay. First question, <sighs> Andrew. Here we go. On what planet, known for its native Nerf herders, was Galen Erso held captive while he completed his work on the first Death Star? <laughs> well, the planet in question is. Wobani. Incorrect. Oh, no. Incorrect. Connor, I know. Do, do you have a steal? I don't know the name of the planet, but I know where it's from. It's from the book Catalyst. I freaking read that book, too. Uh, I'm going to throw a wild one, wild card out there, and I'm going to say Ilum. No. No. Nah. I knew it was like some kind of ice planet or something. So it's, it's the planet where they go in Rogue One to yeah. try and rescue him. No, it is. Which I thought was Wobani, but... It's not Wobani. Wait a minute. Was it? Oh, wait, you know, from the movie. That yeah. Makes sense. It's, okay. uh, yeah. Because there's, like, in the... I know that is a planet of ancestral nerf herders. Okay. No. ancestral nerf herders. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, honestly, though, like... What the, a claim. In, in the book Catalyst, like, he does get taken prisoner by, like, the newly formed Empire or whatever, and, like, he's held prisoner to complete the Death Star or whatever, so... That's why I was like, oh, man, he's getting that technical with it. I thought I had it in the bag for a second. All right. Go ahead. So the planet... Is Edu. 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 All right. So ah, that's, that's a wash. That hurts. Yeah. Connor, it is your turn. All right. Okay. Second question. Which celebrity has not had a cameo in a Star Wars property? Prince William, Lance Bass, B. Arthur, or Brian Posehn? Lance Bass. Correct. Yeah. Because Prince William was a stormtrooper. Stormtrooper. Right? That's right. Uh, Last Arthur, Jedi, I believe. B. Arthur was uh, Space B. Arthur, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck was her name? Uh, Space B. Arthur. No, uh, mm, Ludmera or something like that. Or, God dang it. Akmina. Akmina. Akmina's Cantina, baby. There it is. Uh, and then who was the last one? Brian Posehn. Brian Posehn, obviously from Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. First episode. Yeah. So. Three fifths of NSYNC have made a cameo in the prequel trilogy. Yeah. But on the day of shooting, Justin Timberlake and Lance Bass decided that they were too tired. Oh, oh my God. That's right. Because it wasn't it like George Lucas was trying to get it in for his daughter's sake. And like, I believe so. They were trying yeah. to throw it in like in the club scene. Right. I think you had brought well, this up. And there was like two. There's two myths that I've heard. So there's like the club. They were going to perform at the club 
Can you uh, imagine? Yeah. <laughs> like in the, the the change how much better this movie would be. Sorry. <laughs> but then I think I've also heard that they that the character or that the other members that did appear are actually in the fight scene at the Coliseum. <gasps> oh. And they're Jedi. Oh, well, all right, that makes it a little more redeemable, I'd yeah. say. That's pretty cool. I always felt like there was this one like female Jedi that stood out in the Coliseum one where she just goes, Wah! like it just like a close up on her. And I always thought it was Padme. Like for like a split second, <laughs> you look at it, it looks like Padme with a big forehead. Like, so are you <laughs> suggesting that that's actually like J.C. Chazé or something like that? I don't know. I mean, for all I know, it could be um, one of her pe- like handmaidens doing her thing. You know what I mean? Just like shows up. Um, God, I'm trying to think. Just Kira Knightley. That's all. I was trying to think of all of her other handmaidens. Rose Anyways. Byrne. Rose yes. Byrne. Sophia yep. Coppola. Thank you. I know they're all like popular now. Anyways. All right. So the score is one nothing Connor. Thank you. Okay. Andrew, time yes. for your second question. If the Death Star was a globe, what cardinal direction do the X-Wings fly in the trench run from A New Hope? And where is the exhaust port located? All right. <laughs> I know this answer, but I want to be careful in how I phrase it. <clears throat> they are flying north-south. And what was the second part of the question? <laughs> The second part, the second part is, where is the exhaust port located on the globe, relatively speaking? Ooh, that part is a bit of a different wrinkle. Um, what I guess, what type of directionality are we talking about? If <laughs> if we are looking, if we are looking at the Death Star as if it were the Earth, yes. Where? Like which hemisphere? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say it's on the... I don't even really know. (laughs) I'm going to say it's in the southwest. (laughs) That part is incorrect. I'll give you you partial credit because you knew they are are indeed flying north. But the exhaust port is north of the Arctic Circle. Not quite the North Pole. Yeah, because I was trying to think of, like, they show the diagram, like, whenever they're showing, like, the schematics, remember? Yeah. And that's what I was trying to, like, like project in my head. Like, what like what direction does the actual missile go? Yes. But I was going to say, like, Northern Hemisphere or whatever, but regardless. That was, I think that was the same question that Brandon asked. I'm almost well, I don't think he asked this, the not other the, part. Not the, like not the two-parter. On the, yeah. But it was, like, what cardinal direction were they flying? Okay. Yes. And I was like, what? That's why I didn't <laughs> want to say anything right away because I didn't want to give it away. But still, you got yeah, that. Okay. That's the fair we'll, point. We'll give you credit for that. <laughs> so Honestly, yeah. we're, we're, we're calling it 1-1. One, one. Mm-hmm. Okay, Connor. Oh, my. Your second question, Connor. Okay. What Star Wars creature has appeared as a corpse in Marvel's original Sin storyline revealed to have been murdered by Nick Fury? You said, all right. Uh, what was the first part? What kind of creature? Yes. What Star Wars creature appeared as a corpse in Marvel's original Sin storyline, revealed to have been murdered by Nick Fury? I'm going to say a Rancor. Correct. Yeah! That is correct. Ooh. So a Rancor appears in original Sin issues two and three. In two, Black Panther, Ant-Man, and Emma Frost are led into a chamber of bodies where it's visible. And in issue three, they find an irradiated bullet while standing next to the corpse. 
Wow. Because it was a gamble right there. I could have, like, I was thinking, like, it was either that or it was a crate dragon. That would have been probably my first thought. Because Tatooine, you have the skeleton. That was like, that was where I was going with it. So, honestly, hey, I'm cool with that. Thank you. Right on. (laughs) Nice job. (laughs) Nicely done. Thank you. you. 2 1 Connor. Okay. Sorry. Okay, Andrew, your next question. The Empire Strikes Back primarily takes place in two sectors the Sluice sector. I believe that's how it's pronounced. The sluice sector that includes the Dagobah system and this sector that includes the other planets in the film. What is the other sector that film takes place in? Uh, (laughs) I know this. And Connor is shuffling his hands. I don't know it. I honestly don't know it. Ten seconds. Uh... And Dagobah's the sluice. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Connor, do you have a have an attempt? I'm throwing it in the air. Polaris Sector. Incorrect. Mm. So I believe it's pronounced the Anoat Sector? Anoat. Anoat. Yeah. The okay. Lando System. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Lando like, it's the Lando System. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was a difficult one. That was a difficult <laughs> one. That one tripped me up very much oh, when I man. found it. I, you like, made the right choice to uh, to receive. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say, isn't like the slowest van shipyards like that's that's the like region they're in? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, Slewis. Slewis. It's okay. Lu- it's Lewis with the this. Lewis. Lewis. Okay. So Connor, your next question still two one Connor. What color's red? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Name the five planets that Master Yoda physically sets foot on in the prequel and original trilogies. Five part answer. Um, Coruscant, Naboo, uh, uh, Dagobah, um, oh god damn it, Kashyyyk, and Geonosis. You're off by one. Why? That's five! Geonosis, Coruscant, Naboo, uh, Kashyyyk. Are you... Did is I count it, wrong? Is that, is that your final answer? Naboo, no, you, you named five. You named five. That's five. You named five. You told, and Dagobah. Yeah, that's you, five. You named five. One it, of those is incorrect. Oh, what? No. Which one's incorrect, son? So, Andrew, do you have... I'm going to say that the... I, well, it's Polis Massa, I think. No, no, that's a, it's not. No. So the answer that I was able to find on this... Is Dagobah, Coruscant, yes, Camino, mentioned but not shown? Well, yeah, because he has to go get the clones. Yeah, but he's like, <laughs> go to these cloners, I will. But we don't see him do it, bro. But he doesn't go to Naboo, does he? No. Yeah. Yes. Geonosis and Kashyyyk are the last two. He's not on Naboo, like at the end of episode one. Are you kidding me? No. He's he's there with Obi Wan. He's telling Obi Wan he has to train Anakin. No, that's on Coruscant. That's on Coruscant. No, yes, no, because the freaking funeral happens right after that. It's a hundred percent on Coruscant. Oh, 
You wow. were very close. Okay. <laughs> no, wow. No I'm one angry. quite got that. I am angry. <laughs> that is a tough one, though. That is. Shenanigans. <laughs> Sorry. Malarkey. I was so, I was like, I was like, Dagobah, hell yeah, this and that. I could have swore he was at the funeral or even at the ceremony with the fake Sam Jackson. Like, that's where I thought he was going to be. The fake Sam Jackson. Oh, my Trademark. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. Next one. Okay. Andrew, this question is for you. So we call it upset. Before Decipher Inc. lost the license to print Star Wars cards in 2001, they released a card revealing that we'd actually seen a scruffy-looking nerf herder, a guy who herded nerfs, on screen. What was that character's name? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Talking a lot about nerf herders today. Clearly. <laughs> um, a scruffy-looking nerf herder that we saw on screen. <sighs> and it was released... Prior to 2001. Yes. So it has to be a, an original trilogy character. You're on the right path. Um, I'm going to say it's General Jandodana. Incorrect. <laughs> Connor, what say you? I was just going to call him like Ram Gohan or something like that. Not quite. So the character's name is Rennick. 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 So here's a fun fact. This wasn't the exact question, but there was this question similar to this that was also asked at the quiz. And it was, in which original trilogy movie does an actual scruffy-looking nerf herder appear? And that's what the question was. It was like, which movie? But he, and Brandon also said what the per- character's name was, and I was trying to remember it. <laughs> but yeah. Rennick this is, is just echoes of that quiz. Oh my god, <laughs> Rennick is just such a, like, it's just such a nothing name. It's a deep like, cut. You, you wouldn't know who he is? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, the only reason I even know it now is because you reminded me. There you go. But hey, I'm all for that. Shaking so, the rust off. That's that's what we're doing today. So what are we, where are we at now? Still 2-1. So it's still 2-1, Connor. I've oh. had four questions. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, this question is for Connor. Okay. While there are many alien languages invented for the series... One alien actually speaks fluent Kikuyu, I believe is how you pronounce it. If anyone out there speaks this language, uh, I'm sorry that I just butchered that pronunciation. Um, So one alien actually speaks fluent Kikuyu, a real Kenyan language. Who is it? Nine Nub. Correct. (laughs) 3-1 Connor. (laughs) I'm sorry. Because I think we also brought that up in our review. Uh, That was was something I remember bringing up. It was like that it was a real, he was speaking a real Real language. Okay. So... There you go. I'm sorry. (laughs) Andrew, a question for you. Oh, man. (laughs) Who built the temple on Yavin? The Masasai. The Sith. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the look you gave him. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, that was the best. So that one tripped me up. Uh, I I read that question and went oh, I don't know, I have no idea well, who, the, who is this isn't it like it's a, it's a legend story right because it's it, it was the original Sith temple that had Jedi had built over and then it's something like Luke puts his base there and then he starts like well, you can explain the, it. yeah the uh, the ghost of Exar Kun shows yes. up uh, and yeah this is like the I think it's considered like the Jedi Academy series maybe something like that uh, like when he first forms yeah it. yeah so it like we, you have jason and jaina and cool. yes i, I just and, remember that from um plagueis 
he was all excited when Maul picked up a, a saber staff. He's like, the weapon of Exarch. That's all. But still. So, the Sith. The Sith. Correct. The okay. Sith. So, 3-2. It's heating up. Connor, your next question. Okay. In the designation TIE for TIE Fighter, what does TIE stand for? Twin, en- twin Ion Engine. 4-2, correct. Thank you. Sorry. Moving right <laughs> along here. Okay. Andrew. Admiral Akbar is a member of the Mon Calamari species. Aside from his red skin, what other colors can you find Mon, Cal- Mon Calamari in? Um, blue. And... Oh, what's the other guy? Oh, like just white? I'll give it to you. So, so gray or blue? I was trying to point here. Yeah. No, but all the same. Like, it. That's a hard one because you're gonna yeah. be like doppel gray. Like, you're, you're glad it wasn't like gunmetal or something. Yeah. Gray yeah. or blue. Um, what I was able to find out, which was interesting to me, maybe you guys already know. Akbar has a red coloration because he was born closer to the equator. He's an equatorial Moncala, and yeah. the the lighter colors are more polar. Yes, it's interesting. <laughs> that was news to me. Uh, there's a there's a um, there's a good like Moncala story in I think the main Star Wars run of the comics. Whenever like I think it's the Empire like invades, they're looking for the rebels and stuff. It also shows how like the rebellion got all of their. Uh, like star frigates or like class size frigates and stuff like that so i think it's it's a unique story to look for that's cool though i yeah. I, I that's something i definitely didn't know about the, the difference between the equators yes so that's cool. yeah if you actually i think in rogue one so like radis has like two kind of like lieutenants that are like always with him yeah and it's like they kind of represent all three colors essentially yeah yeah that makes sense uh, so that's and yeah Radis is just the madman yes so here's a curveball you got that correct and you also provided me with a whole bunch of more bonus information. Um, I'm going to give you two points. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's tied. Gentlemen, it's a tie. <laughs> I'm all for this. Are you ready for the tiebreaker question? So how do we do this? Do we just raise our hand or do we clap? What do we do? I'm going to go ahead and say the first person to raise their hand and give me a correct answer. Okay. Okay? Gentlemen, are you ready? Yes. I, if I were you, I'd make sure you don't strike anything when you put your hand up. I'm going to do it fast. <laughs> how, about, how about we slap the table? Slap the table. Slap the table. Slap the bag. College rules. Okay. It's well known, it's well established that human beings have a, a normal operating internal body temperature of 98.6 degrees. Yes. What is the normal internal body temperature of a tauntaun? <laughs> normal. I don't know. Uh, 250 degrees. Incorrect. Damn it. It's a gamble. I don't know. What the heck? I'm going to say 120 degrees. Incorrect. Gentlemen, the normal internal body temperature of a Tauntaun is lukewarm. <laughs> oh, you son of a... Ah! Oh. So, oh, that was hilarious. Very nice. <laughs> Everyone wins. You both win. <laughs> all right, all right. Good game, good game. Yes, good, good game. game. That was awesome. I mean, I think obviously Connor won this one. I had the easy questions, if I'm being honest. I really felt like like it was just like 
every time it w- it really was like you know what color is a fire truck red then it went over to you and it's like explain fusion you know and it's like what like that's kind of how it felt to me it was like i felt so horrible for you nuclear like, fission yeah. yes <laughs> you get an answer i don't know but that was incredible honestly i i that, that was uh that was tough but i yes. i enjoy the tough ones. i know yes i know that i have a lot to learn now yeah well hell that's the whole point of the show gang you know what i mean that's what we try and do every time we come in here. Yes. We try to make it fun and exciting. And, you know, obviously, if you couldn't tell, we've learned some stuff today. You know, that's just how it goes. Right? I don't know. I think that's a, a fair point there, Connor. Yeah. So uh, why don't we, uh, why don't we, I think this is a good, po- a good point to kind of cap ourselves Let's, off. Yes. End on a high note, so to speak. Um, but I want to thank everyone for tuning into our first episode of season two. Yeah. I want to thank uh, Brian for uh, jumping on board with us and joining us for the uh, for the foreseeable future, and uh, I'm excited to see where it takes us. Thank Likewise. you. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Of course, of course. anytime. Uh, yeah, well, every time now, you know, whatever, you know however <laughs> we're gonna do it. But regardless, um, I hope everyone enjoyed us. Again, please don't hesitate to check us out. Uh, we're gonna be uh, transitioning from our Facebook page to Instagram page and hopefully our Twitter page. Twitter. Uh, and also, we'll get on the. We're gonna get woke, and we're gonna get on TikTok too. We're, we're gonna get everywhere. Meet it, me like, on the Twitter. We're gonna try. You know, we're gonna try and uh, branch out a little bit, but we are always open up to ideas and reviews and suggestions and everything like that. So please, either uh, message us on Instagram or Twitter at the uh, Greeter Shot First Podcast, all one word handle, or uh, check us out with our Gmail. Yeah. What is the Gmail? Uh, Greeter Shot First Pod at gmail.com. All, all one, one word. word. All one word. Yes, and uh, by all means, everybody, I just want to thank you all for tuning in, and just, I I had a great time. Did you have a good time? It was a boring conversation anyway. That it was.